Friday. Y'all, I have been so excited about tonight's show. Hey, bit. Share the live right now. I'm telling you, I'm going to just get right into it, okay, Dame Shamus? Because listen, I've been so excited about this conversation with this brother here tonight on this screen, y'all. Y'all remember him. This is Mr. Robot, okay? Mr. Robot. Let me just tell y'all a little bit about him. He hails from Washington, D.C., okay? He served in the military. He is a real estate realtor man, okay? Real estate investments, all right? Listen, it's about generational wealth, okay? Changing the narrative. Y'all, OMG. Listen, one fun fact about him is that he does not like guacamole. Imagine that. <laughs> he don't like guacamole. Oh, my goodness. So, listen, y'all. Mr. Robot, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. Well, look, tonight's concoction, Kiki's concoction, is none of no labels. Where you going? Where you going? You got yours? You got all right. Got Cheers. Got Cheers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me again. I'm back like I left something. Um <laughs> like you left something. I you absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So listen. Before we really get into everything, let's talk a little bit about what is going on in the culture, okay? We had a lot. It's been a rough week. It really has. But you know what? Wait a minute. But we're not even going to skip over all the ambiance back here. You know, tell the damn shame is what we got working back here. You know, you're giving me uh, all this sex appeal. I said, shit, let me start. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm in Aruba. No shirts in Aruba. So, hey, let's do it. Let's do hey, it. Hey, fuck it. Why not? Okay. That's the way you do a damn shame podcast show. Live from Aruba. Okay. Aruba, yes. I absolutely love it. I am here for all of that, Mr. Robot. Yes. Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> you like what you, you like what you see, Kiki? Oh shit! Let me tell you, you don't have to make me reevaluate some shit. As I said, tonight's concoction is none other than no labels because that's what we're calling this episode: no labels. All right, some chocolate right there. We ain't gonna spend too much time, cause baby. And then I hear that it's more like him sitting back there in the, in the background. So hopefully. Oh, okay. yeah. And enjoy the discussion, okay? Shirts off, okay? Shirts off. Shirts off. Shirts off, all right? But listen, how about Shock G? Humpty Hump. I say dead at 57. What is going on, y'all? Listen, I know for me, it was get, bitch, get up and walk. Get up exercise. Get up and move, okay? I'm not trying to be gone at 57. That's just not it. I'm not. I got so much life to live, okay? And I hope y'all join me in that movement as well. 
me and my friends have made it a point to get up and just be physical every morning, even we, though we're on vacation. So that's it. Absolutely. That's it. And I know this about you because I've seen it on your social media that you meditate, and that's so important. It's, it's been very helpful. It's been extremely helpful. It's just been an opportunity just to be by yourself with your own thoughts or not thinking about anything. I encourage everybody to try it out. Yes, 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 yes. So listen, tonight's discussion, we going in part two, all right? Part yeah. two, on the last chat, we talked about, you know, the low on the down low, right? You living as a uh, openly gay black man and all of the things that go along with that. And we got into, Know, some discussions just about DL men and you know the, the the plight that they experience as well um but I just want to dig a little deeper into that and uh, you know we'll recap some you know through the questions as we go through the tonight um because you dropped a lot of gems and for those that missed part one make sure that you go back and catch the replay on YouTube it okay. was very informative I mean you know, and it, 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 you educated the damn shame community. And that is the goal about awareness and to, you know, help people to live their best authentic life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so again, tonight's discussion, no labels, right? Because one big thing that you said is that, yeah, I'm an openly gay man, but I don't get hung up on all of those titles and labels and stuff like that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, I think, in my opinion, labels are for other people. They're not necessarily about me. They don't change who I am. They don't change, you know, my background. It's really about how other people identify me. And that's yeah. not something that I am necessarily willing to allow. The fact of the matter is, you want to call me a certain thing. I call myself a man that loves and likes what I like, when I like it. That's it. That's, there that's has to be this mind. level of freedom uh, that you have living this way. You know, I'm free. I'm open. Um, talk more about that. Well, I, not only is it a, is is it a, a freedom. I think it's it's also my right to be able to identify the way that I want to identify. Um, you know, we talked about this before. Labels are really inviting people into my bedroom. And I choose until I invite you into my bedroom. You don't get to know all the ins and outs about my sexual proclivities. You just don't get to do that. So it's, it's really important for me to make sure that I convey myself, number one, as a black man in America. I have the same struggles as any other black man in America. And um, what I do behind closed doors is truly my business. Absolutely. But Absolutely. I, I, my business. So. so, so, and I respect that wholeheartedly because that, that's essentially what we all do. You know, what we do behind our closed doors is how we live, right? What would you say about your experience, you know, when you've dealt with a man who has been on the down low? Like, you know, because you talk about um, uh, inviting who you want in your bedroom and this, that, and the other, but if you have someone that chooses to live secretly that he likes men, 
or take some um, interest in it? To a certain degree, I'm sensitive to that because I understand what a black man in America has to go through. Your mom is telling you that you're gonna get AIDS. Your father's telling you that you're not a man. Your grandmother's telling you that you're going to hell. And your grandfather's telling you that you're gonna spread your gayness amongst the rest of the family. So that is a challenge in itself, just to be able to explore your sexuality, however you wanna explore it. But you have your family that's essentially just not supportive, not understanding, and not sensitive to the fact that you, this isn't really something that you, you choose. And black men, unfortunately, are just not afforded the opportunity to, to explore their sexuality the way that women are. For whatever reason, um, I really haven't really kind of gotten an understanding of, of why that is, why there's such a, um, a fine line between how women explore their sexuality and how men explore their sexuality. So it's, it's, it's challenging. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that it's important for men to understand that, thankfully, things are changing. I yeah. think things are, are, are getting a little bit more, there's a lot, a lot more understanding. Uh, what's happening here? I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, so, so De out. definitely a lot more understanding in today's time. But okay, so you meet a man. And then what, you have the discussion of, you know, yo, you out or, you know, how does that go? Like, and, and then when you find out that they're not out, you know, then what is the next layer to that discussion? Um, it's a really interesting question. You know, over the last few years, um, I think as I've become more comfortable with my sexuality, I don't think that it's really, it's, I don't think that it's been necessarily difficult to meet guys that are also open with their sexuality and willing to explore their sexuality um, on, on a broader scale. Um, I also think that um, while I don't think that the, the DL lifestyle is going, in, going, away, going anywhere anytime soon, I also think that there is, it's, the, there's gonna be more opportunity for men to just be themselves and explore their sexuality um, and I think that there's a little, a lot more understanding than there was maybe like 10 years ago. You know, HIV and AIDS was always the biggest um, issue with DL men. Yeah. And I think that now that we, you know, you know medically have treatments and stuff for, for, for HIV and AIDS, and there's a lot more awareness of it and a lot more awareness of how to protect yourself, um, you know, men are becoming more comfortable exploring their sexuality and um and just being honest about it but you know um i get it you talked about uh the family dynamics and you know your masculinity being challenged how do you overcome that uh very easily in my case um i really didn't care i've been out on my own since i was 21 years old paying my bills um, and when I was paying my rent, I was paying it when nobody else paying it. So I didn't really, not only did I not solicit anybody's opinion about what I did as an adult, I really didn't care. And I, I realized that every man does not have that same level of confidence when it comes to their sexuality. And 
there are going to be opinions that are really going to matter. Mom and dad matter to people. I get it. You know, and their opinion and, and, and how they perceive their sexuality, it matters. For me, I was lucky. I, I, not lucky, but I, for me, I was, it, it really didn't matter to me because I knew that I was a success in my own right. And my sexuality was just secondary. It wasn't anything, it, it didn't take away the achievements that um, I had in life and the fact that I was in the Marine Corps and all the other things that came um, that I achieved throughout life. So none of that had anything to do with my sexuality. I didn't have to check a box when I applied for my real estate license saying that I was, that I liked men. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it, it didn't, it didn't, it, I, I learned as I got older that it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, it, it's not going to make a difference. It's not going to make my bills any less. It's not going to make my bills any higher. It's not going to afford me any other opportunity to explain that I sleep with men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you, um, how do you handle people who are homophobic? How do you, how do you handle that? How do you, um, like if you're in a, um, at a lounge uh -huh. and, or at an intimate party, you know, and they're both straight and gay, mm -hmm. uh, heterosexual and homosexual people there. How do you um, handle, like, it's especially, you know, like a straight man um, who may not necessarily be comfortable um, being around, like, how do you broach that kind of thing? Um, it's never, for me, I can't, I was discussing this specific question with my friends. For me, over the years, it really hasn't been a problem for me because, um, quite frankly, I got these hands. So we, we, you know, you, you're not going to disrespect me and period point blank. I don't, I don't care what your issue is with me. Um, but from a from a from a from a closer circle perspective, I have had friends where I have had to explain certain things to them. I've explained to them that certain jokes are inappropriate. I've explained to them using certain words are inappropriate, and I I think that it starts with having those conversations with the people that are closest to you. And honestly, I have a, a specific heterosexual friend of mine that I can actually think about. I sat down and I had that conversation with, and he was considerate enough of our friendship, and he was considerate enough of me to share that amongst other people. And those conversations really just, I can't worry about the people at the lounge, at the hookah spot or the, or the bar. I can't really worry about them. You know, they're gonna think what they wanna think. Let them think it. As long as you stay over there and you don't disrespect me, won't be no problems. Yeah. But if it needs to go there, It'll go there, right? But that's not really my concern. My concern are the people that are in my circle, and I can have a conversation like, "Listen, bro, that's that's disrespectful. Don't do that." Mm -hmm. And we can kind of ex expand on those kinds of conversation and those topics. And it's really just about education, you know. Um, I, I I truly believe one of the things that I truly truly believe. I don't like to write people off. So I, I think that we all have the opportunity to share information and express ourselves and let people know, hey, you know, this is who I am. And you 
Okay, so somebody in your close circle, like you said, this incident with this guy, um, yes. was it that you saw that he was kind of distant from you, like didn't want to, you know, um, maybe be, you know, um, seen out with you, like, hey, you know, let's go out and have drinks, or let's go to the basketball court, and, mm -hmm. you know, let's do something. Was he like, nah, nigga, like, uh-uh. It was more about the issue with this particular friend, it was more about the jokes. It's more about oh. the jokes. It was more about the jokes and 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 things just not. Motherfuckers say a lot through a joke, now. Yeah, yeah. You think that's really just kind of just a lighthearted little thing to say and stuff like that. And you know, I'm never the kind of person that wants to em embarrass anybody. So I was close enough to this particular person where I could pull him to the side and say, "Listen, it's not cool." You know, uh, that that was an offensive comment that you made. And I would really appreciate it if you didn't do that anymore. And he, and he, you know, over the years, I've, I've, I've known this guy now for going on 11 years. And um, <laughs> I, I'll say that he was very receptive to, he's still a work in progress. Lord knows the guy's a work in progress. Yeah, listen, it's learned behavior. Because let me tell you, I know that I've said some shit. And, you know, I should have started this show saying, I never is it I'm coming from a place of trying to disrespect or, you know, uh, and educate me because I know I say some shit and I just be like, you know, I've, I've learned that F word ain't what you supposed to say now. Like, but back in the day when I was growing, I'm 46. I mean, oh, he you that was a good thing if you were, you know, like, oh, shit, he had it together. He was this, he's that. Oh, he, you know, came with it. You always saw him with the latest and the finest and the this and the that, you know, and it was a good thing. And then that good thing has turned into a negative. I guess it's like uh nigga versus the hard R, you know what I mean? Exactly. 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 And you know, even with the women like lesbians and the queers and, Bird and when yeah. to use them, how to say it and all of that. And all I say is, look, just charge it to the fact that I'm ignorant in that area. I don't know. but I'm okay with that. I'm okay. First of all, let me go back to, first of all, you look amazing for 46. Let me just say that. Ow, ow. Okay, first of all, um, it's it, it really is. I mean, I think that, listen, you don't have to have a symposium about what words to use and what words not to use and all this other kind of stuff. It really can just start with having that one conversation with that one person and letting it go from there. You know, yeah. um, we're not going to change the world overnight, unfortunately, and they're going to be ignorant. Wait, people are going to think ignorantly um, just based on the way that they were brought up and, and, and what they have been, what they've seen that's okay and things that they have been allowed to do for so long. Um, but it's really about just having that one conversation with that one person. And I think it, it makes all the difference. I really do. Uh, absolutely, and, absolutely. And I also want to make sure that I put this out there. I mean, gays and homosexuals are not what they used to be. They're a lot more confident these days and they will give you the business. Okay. So, you know, they will give <laughs> gays and homosexuals i guess well whatever whatever they are okay. called to somebody that is not that right educate me right okay. <laughs> right <laughs> whatever, same gender loving or whatever they want to be called whatever whatever they choose to identify with um they're not the same i i, I do agree i do agree and there is 
this level of confidence they that they're gaining that you all are gaining daily because it's acceptable the laws have changed around it we have things that um you know support uh you all now and so i i'm here for it i love it um you know i think that y'all should be able to get married and have whatever the hell you want to have and do everything that you want to do uh the same as a as a head of a sexual couple you know and um at, i'm gonna tell you this i have a fan well someone in my family who is well a couple people in my family who are transgender right and it's always this thing of what the we call them like you know it used to be a him and now it's she and now you know like i and i just learned that i'm supposed to ask what are your pronouns and shit like that like you know mm -hmm. putting it on their resumes and stuff like that so um I, i'll say like my mother and their generation you know the the ones that are older i really begin to like have these conversations like nah ma you can't you know and she's like well i just don't know what to say and, and i'm like it's okay it's okay just call them by that new name or whatever it is you know and sure. I, I think society is really shining the light you see it on soap operas now you see it on you know daytime tv versus in the movies and all of that kind of stuff so we're because the more and more we educate people i think that it'll be better for all on both sides just be, willing to listen. just be willing to listen to your family members listen to what it is that they you know ask like again ask them what they want to be called what what, what do they want to be called you know mm -hmm. um but it's really just about listening like it's not really about you shoving your opinion of, of, about them and their lifestyle down there but it's really about you listening mm -hmm. and, and listen to their struggle and just trying to empathize with them. i mean one thing that i don't think that we have enough of just across the board is empathy, mm -hmm. empathy you know so let's take it up a notch tell me about the time that you have outed a motherfucker no that nigga is gay no i don't do that that ain't my business to do that ain't okay. my business at all that's not my business to do i don't subscribe to that i don't like it when people do that if you if, let me i've had friends that have shared experiences with people that i may not have known are gay but that ain't my business to do that i don't believe in that at all i think that is absolutely whack and i think that's it's not a good idea when um, you encounter somebody who, who has done it you and you know y'all y'all out there y'all in aruba and you know um uh, another group of uh outsiders will come in y'all might see some action and Hey, come on, you know, come on, sit poolside. Let's let's kick it up a little bit, right? And um, they're like, nah, that you know, and they do that, and you see somebody like, what are you saying to that? Are you correcting them? What are, what are you saying? Like, I, I'm not, I am not correcting it. I mean, if I just like we had a group of people today that just came and kind of sat with us, and I don't know if we knew a like right off the bat, well, we kind of knew that they were, but um, <laughs> we kind of knew. But I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't hate that question of helping us, you know, decide. I think I have a pretty good gate on, so I don't even need any help. Like, I don't need no help. But for the damn shape is that might, you know, it, it is a certain mannerism, you know, 
um, that, that I look for. Um, and then like, you know, one thing that I always look for when we ain't going down it, cause I don't want you to answer cause you said you don't do that kind of shit. And I, really <laughs> that. But I look for, are you looking, you know, nigga, are you looking at another woman, you know, ass and titties and all that as she walked by? Like, are you looking? Cause I need you to look at all these women around. Look at me and look at them. Cause if you ain't looking at them and you don't take a second look or cut your eye, bitch, what you looking at? Well, I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I'm gonna probably hate myself for saying this, but I'm gonna tell you this. It's a whole lot of dudes out here faking, looking at asses and titties. And that's not, I mean, that's, you know, and I mean, to, to be honest with you, they may like asses and titties. I like ass and titties. You like ass and titties, ow, ow. Titties, you know, titties look good. Ass look good. Like, you know what I mean? Like if a, listen, Kiki, if you would have walked up to me in a bar, I would, listen, Looking the way you look, let me tell you. Hey, I'm 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 down hey, for it. Mr. Sexual uh, <laughs> Chocolate Fine Ass, Mr. Robot. You know, it, it might go, it might go down. But <laughs> you know what I mean? That shouldn't necessarily dictate their entire yeah. sexual spectrum. You know what I mean? Like that should just because they're looking at ass and titties don't necessarily mean that they don't have an interest later on on Thursday or Friday for a guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, we, you know. So let's talk cool. about the sexual responsibility in all of this. Let's please talk about that. Let's talk There's about a, that. a level of um, sexual responsibility that we need to have on both sides. Absolutely. Educate us. Well, first of all, protect yourself, protect yourself, protect yourself. And as I had, as I discussed the last time, I don't know why there are not more women that don't know about PrEP, Truvada, and um, Scovy. I, I just don't know why these conversations are happening. The majority of, when I first told the majority of my female friends about it, they had never heard of it. You know what I mean? They had never heard of it. And I'm, I just want to be, make sure that you all understand, make sure that women understand that HIV and AIDS, this, gay men are not the only vessel that that exists in you know there are men out here that have never slept with a man that are hiv positive yeah so you should be protecting yourself all the time so the sexual your the sexual responsibility starts with you yeah i'm not playing those games i'm i'm, if I'm looking over somebody and see results are you on prep are you not on prep when was the last time you were tested if you haven't been tested uh, within the last three to six months might have to pause on this one right here, or I might have to put something on, or something, something, something. But sexual responsibility starts with yourself. And again, women, Black women, make up the largest percentage of new HIV and AIDS cases amongst women in the United States. So yeah. I really need women to know that. That. But I think that's a damn shame. Yes, there's some level of accountability. We need to take the prep. We need to protect ourselves. The onus is on us. We are adults. We're consenting adults and all of that. But we have these instances where men want to live these double lives and do these things. And it brings about that thing, that, that element into it. And there's another layer that we got to be worried about. That is. Well, there's another there's 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 another thing that you can do. Prep is one thing, but there's also post-exposure prophylactic where you can take 
medication after you have had an instance of unprotected sex to keep you from becoming HIV positive. A lot of women don't know about that as well. So those slip up top and sometimes you, you know, you hit the bottle a little too much one night and yeah, I didn't put no protection on and it was good to you and all this other kind of stuff. You wake up the next day like, fuck, I don't even know this dude and I'm having unprotected sex with him. You know, like, what do I do? What do I do? Within a short window of time, you can actually go to your doctor and ask for there's PrEP, P-R-E-P, and there's P-E-P. You can also take that as well. And that will keep you from becoming HIV positive. So, wow. um, but I think the question that you're asking me is whether or not um, there's a responsibility for someone to share with you that they are HIV positive. I think that is the right thing to do. Absolutely. Or, definitely HIV positive, but living a lifestyle where you like both sexes. You like men, you like women. It's the same with a, a woman. You know, we, we gotta we gotta be open and comfortable enough to ask those questions and answer them honestly. I'm just I'm I I, I find it hard to believe that someone gay or straight is gonna run down their entire sexual history with you mm -hmm. in the first five or 10 minutes of meeting you. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's very unlikely. Yeah. Um, and I don't honestly, honestly, I know I'm gonna get some, people are not gonna like this. Okay. But I don't know if I think that it's entirely necessary for a man to explain to somebody that they have been with another man. I just don't, I just don't. It's just, it's not, I, I don't think that it's, it's, women don't do that. Women do not do that. Women do not. Go. When you say don't do that, you, you're saying they don't share their um, their incidents of being with another woman, a woman. No, they do really? not. No, absolutely. It's not acceptable. That's a man's dream. Absolutely. It's a man's dream, but I don't, I mean, if I think that it's one of those things that if it comes up in conversation and, and the guy's down to, to for which guys normally are, I mean, they'll go for it. But I don't, I, that's my point. Like, why are women allowed to have these sexual experiences with other women, but men are not? Why does a man have to have to carry the title of gay because he is one time with another man? Like, why? why, why, is, that, why is that something that he is now, that has to divulge to everybody, every woman that he's with? He might've done it and not liked it. He might've So then it. you're not openly gay. Or you're saying if he did it and maybe it was just, you know, maybe less than five times, but he tried it and it was just okay. Then he went and tried it again. And it was just okay. But then, you know, he just decided that wasn't for him. You're saying he shouldn't have, he, he shouldn't have to say, oh, you know, I'm into men and women. Uh, I don't think that, well, I don't necessarily, well, he might not be necessarily into men. Try tofu one time and never like it. Does that mean you like tofu? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. The, you said tag you in. Okay. Tag Bring it. Come on. I need, I need this. She said tag. Seamus need this. What's your anonymous name? What's your anonymous name? You. Have What's your alias? Lemonade. Lemonade. Ooh. On this side, you. Lemonade. 
Yes. So this is this is lemonade. This is oh lemonade. shit! Y'all doing it real major, big big. Y'all the big big. <laughs> Hello. Ooh. Get into my friend with this little that break. Lemonade. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's that. That listen, that's that grown man shit right there. Ow, ow. What's up, you. lemonade? You you enjoying the verba? I am. I'm having a good time. How are you? Ooh. Don't you, she does. Look good, don't you? Oh, thank you, thank you. So chime in. Come on. No, I, well, I just wanted to understand what y'all were just saying. We were saying that the the responsibility of a man to have to explain the fact that he has been with other men to women. What do you feel about that? And Mr. Robot has said that it could be limited. You know, he felt like, you know, I wanted to try tofu and I ain't like the shit. So, you know, I wanted to try dick and I didn't, it was just okay. I might hit it three times and then I decide that I don't like it. So I guess my question is, let me throw it back at you. Like, what if you're, what about you? What if a man said that to you? Like, oh, I had an experience with a man, da, 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 da. how would that go with you? I would say, you know, cause I'm a communicator. Hence the show. Um, thank you for telling me. And I respect the fact that you told me, but I have the right, the free will to choose who the fuck I want to sleep with when I want to. And I don't want to. And okay. um, but I appreciate your honesty. I got another couple of girlfriends that look much better than me. That's down for the shit. I can hook you up, you know, but it's just not. Why that, so why is that a deal breaker? Like, would it, okay. And I'm saying, I don't know your experiences as far as like sexuality and everything. But like for like he said, with women that are comfortable having experiences or experimenting with women, it's not a big deal because a lot of don't get me wrong, a lot of heterosexual men are okay with that, and that's fine. But if a man has a sexual experience experiment with a man, all of a sudden it's like shit, blow up or whatever, and he tells somebody or he tells a woman that he's with, and then like you make the decision, oh I'm not dealing with that. Why not? Like but don't I have that option as the option? But like, what is it that makes you want to say no? That's what I want to know. What, what's 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 be the concern about it? We all be, because I can't compete with another dick, and, and, and you might want to get the urge to go back over there, and I don't have that to give. That's when the communication comes into play, sis. Yeah, definitely. definitely. What, 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 but I, I guess the other thing is what makes what makes a, a woman think that she can compete with another woman. I mean, like we all know that pussy, there's gonna be pussy out there's gonna be wetter, nicer, tighter. deeper, tighter, titties gonna be bigger, ass gonna be fatter. You right. know, like, what, what, what makes a woman think that she can compete with another woman? I get what y'all saying. I totally get it and support it. It's just that that isn't for me. And maybe because I am a little set in my ways and I just know what I like. You know, I know that I don't fucking like peanut butter. So don't put peanut butter on my, uh, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Don't do that. I don't fucking like it. So if I don't like, you know, to be with the man, I just have that right to choose it and, and decide, you know, like I don't like lemonade looking men. I like them, you know, very dark chocolate, you know, so we all have a preference. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> if 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 he you know 
get my attention in other ways because it isn't always about the looks and all of that but we have our preferences everybody does y'all have y'all preference on what you like and what you don't like but i get what you're saying that that shouldn't be the end all be all when you hear that a man has had that uh, uh that that he's experimented as you all said so let me ask you this with your so you answering that way what if one of your girlfriends came to you, your best girlfriend came and said, hey, I met this man, he found a shit, da 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 He had an experiment with a man, da 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 Would you be the girl because of your answer and the way you feel? Would you be like, don't do that. You shouldn't, you like, shouldn't like, right. how would that, like, would you give her that feedback? I, you, my favorite line is, you're a, be, you're a better woman than me. You're a bigger <laughs> woman than me. You're a better that, woman that than me. That alone already says something. And so you're already, you're already giving your ex to that. And like, let me don't do that. And let me actually deliver you some probably some really difficult news to hear. Yeah. But if you've been with more than ten guys in your entire life, if you've been with more than ten guys, one of them, one of them <laughs> have been with another man at some point. Yeah. They got some head and something did, or or even yeah. further than that. Yeah. This is my. I, you know what? I, I I and I believe that. I believe that statistic, and it might even be a little higher. Like, and so what I don't know is what I don't know, but on the contrary, how about this, you know, because I always often think like, you know, uh, I messed with some hustlers back in the day and they done did some time, you know what I mean? And I'm like, nigga, you just did 10, you know, 15, 20 years and you done went without sex like it, it just i find it hard to fucking believe you know unless you you fucking the correctional officers or something like that y'all put damn shameless put y'all babies in bed the, this is adult talk right now <laughs> but it, it is just that you know i i, I just kind of find it hard to believe you know how can a man who is straight go without having sex for that long period of time and so you done had some encounter and ain't masturbation all that yeah that's cute but you know i listen i love penetration <laughs> but, but i mean i guess i'm just trying to figure out I, I guess i'm just trying to understand from a heterosexual woman's perspective what makes you think that men are not allowed to explore their sexuality on that level what why is it that men are not allowed to? What's the reason that it's men It's a are damn shame. It's a damn shame. And you're right. Men have this, especially black gay men or, you know, straight men that have experimented. They have this negative stigma when it comes to that, especially if they're trying to grow something. But I have friends who are sexually fluid. They look, they down for whatever. And, and I, uh, maybe I'll get there, but I just often think about like I don't like dealing with too much like dealing with a guy who has had a white woman or you know had a serious relationship with a white woman because I'm like now nah, you can go to Becky back to Becky anytime and I can't compete with that white bitch you know what I mean and so it, that's just my hangups. Hey, can producer lady come in? Come on, producer lady. I was wondering if he was going, you know, keep me. <laughs> Pass me my champagne, please. It's getting good now. The biggest problem is, you know, not being people not being honest, right? We, we keep going back to communication, right? So I think a big fear for heterosexual women 
um, that have to contemplate the idea of maybe some a man has experimented with another man is that that of uh, that ex that man may not be truthful about how he felt about it, how he may want to try it again because there's there's a level of you know I I, I gotta hide that I gotta hide that. So on one side, you know we, we keep talking about you know women being okay with men that may want to explore it or experiment with it. But then the flip side of that is that man experiments with it and doesn't want to share um, that he might want to do it again. So that it's, it's, a, it's a lack of trust on both sides. Uh, it's a lack of trust on both sides. And I think until we can have, you know, a level of, of honesty, you know, I did it and I don't want to do it again, or I did it and I might want to do it again. We're just not there yet as a people. We're just not there on the level of, of, of communication, honest communication on both ends. I think, the board, I think that goes back to the level of commitment to the relationship just in general. I mean, you know, there's men, somebody can meet you and y'all fall in love. And before they met you, they could have been fucking women left and right, the revolving door, one in the morning, one at night. You know what I mean? Are you going to hold them to the same level of responsibility in terms of, hey, you may want to go out and 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 be a player again. You may want to go out and, and and pick up two chicks from the club and take them home. Like, you know, like, how does that play into the level of commitment that you have to our relationship? And I think that's what the conversation needs to be. You know, because if a man's going to cheat, he's going to cheat with a woman. He's going to cheat with a man. I mean, he gonna, he gonna cheat. I mean, cheating is cheating, you know? So I think that the conversation needs to not be less about whether or not you're sleeping with him. I mean, are you gonna be more accepting to the fact that he slept around with you with a woman? He could, you know, he could bring something home from you from the woman, yeah. you know? So, I mean. That's all a shame. <laughs> it is. And like producer lady said, you know, we just have to uh, restore the trust. You know, that's communication, but definitely Absolutely. restoring the trust. And that's hard. Yeah, I think, and but we also have to get back to the fact of why some are not willing to accept if a man comes to the situation or relationship with this experience. I was talking to Kiki about it the last yeah. time. I, I told Kiki last time, I said, if she met somebody and he checks all the boxes, remember? remember yeah. Are we gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater? And I said, meat to the floor. Yeah. Treats you good, takes you to dinner, takes care of you. And you said you don't like morning texts. But anyway, he checks on you regularly. But the only thing is, he had an experience. He had an experience when he was in the military, or he had an experience in college, or he had an experience on a, on a business trip six years ago. And he was honest with you about it. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's all, but it, but I think it's a, it's also another thing that black men put on ourselves when it comes to toxic masculinity, and we talk like that's something within our own demographic that we have to deal with too. And I think that's one thing, but that also gets well, pushed back to them. It's what we're, we're it's what we've been taught. Yeah, we it's what we've been taught. We're supposed to be the provider. We're supposed yeah. to be masculine. We're supposed to do this. We... And then black women expect that from black yeah. men. And so if he comes to the table with this experience mm -hmm. or this is just me, it's, I'm, it I'm sexually fluid, I'm sexually fluid, but I'm all about you. I like you, X, Y, Z. 
and this is what it is. If I if I if I happen to see somebody attractive and I tell you about it, da, 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 like y'all can have that kind of communication. That's what it really, really only boils down to communication. What is your communication style? If you can't talk about and the level of commitment, a level of commitment, and, and, commitment and, and the level, level of honesty, uh, yeah. And if you can't have those conversations with somebody, everything is going to fail. Everything is going to fail. It, that's everything's going to fail. I mean, the, the the foundation of the relationship is 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 weakened from from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It allows anything. It allows opportunity for really anything to happen. He could drain your bank account. He could anything. He could do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's him sleeping with another man. The the, the least of your words. <laughs> you ain't no lie. Look. <laughs> I mean, being honest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a lot of fucked up niggas that think they good. Absolutely, because of yeah. what they've been taught. There are a lot. In my opinion, if I were giving advice to my homegirl. Okay, yeah. I'm going to tell her, let me tell you something. There are so many other shitty things out here that a dude can do to you. That's the least of your worries. Take him to the clinic, make sure he's negative, make sure you have know his sexual history and go from there. I, I, I mean, I have women that have been had way worse experiences than somebody. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Huh. This is that's why we need these kinds of conversations so that we can educate. You know, that's it. Because listen, I'm gonna sit around with my girlfriends talking about, oh, this nigga did this, and he, you know, shouldn't have did that, and why can't he just act right and all that? But you're right, that there is uh, a lot of other worse things that we can worry about besides that. And oh, all of them, oh, yeah. oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Baby, I mean, he can have all these. Like, there's so many things that are so more accepting that that that's really just. I just don't understand it. I, I, I just women experience. Yeah, like, wow. women women accept so many other things. I mean, the yeah. guy having, this, this nigga got seven babies with eight different baby mamas. Well, I don't know six different baby mamas. I, my math was wrong, but he can have all of these babies, and women are just like, okay, well, he good. He take care of all his kids. I mean, he that's sucked, he sucked a dick one time. Yeah, but if he sucked <laughs> a dick one time, one time. Out here one time <laughs> It's I mean, so true, and that's a damn shame, right? Well, you saying it's a damn shame, but you be like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I broached it well. I said this, you know, preference that I have, and I could possibly hook you up with, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, if I get that person that uh, Mr. Robot had, you know, had laid out for me, and and. I would have to now, after hearing this conversation, really think about it. You know, it, it, it could be worse, Kiki. I promise. It you. definitely could be. It's definitely I, I'll, I'll say this: as as you, I don't know your age, but forty six. Okay, great. You look amazing. Thank and you. so as you, but so you're at the point now where, if somebody comes to you, if a gentleman comes to you and says X Y Z. If he's about you, he's gonna be about you. I'm at the yeah. age now where my communication is, I'm for, I'll be 41 this year. Okay. My communication is way different than what it was when I was in my 20s and 30s. Yeah. Absolutely, good point. And I'm Absolutely. honest, I'm open, I'm gonna say what it is. Even when I've been my partner for almost 19 years. Oh, and wow. One of the things is we have those open con conversations. Like we talk about everything, I'm open and honest. You will never have to guess what I'm thinking to you. Mm -hmm. and but it that comes over time so yeah. when someone, 
but but that also we're also at an age where we're better communicators now in our age. Mm-hmm. If a gentleman's coming to you in his whatever age he is now, if he's in his forties or whatever, he should be coming to you with like this is what I with this is what I'm offering, this is what I'm about. We're at ages now where we understand who we are. I'm hoping. Yeah. I would hope so. I would hope so at this age. So. If somebody's coming to you and say, hey, this is my experience, da, 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 but I'm about you. But at the same time, if shit changes, if I feel like something different, or if I want to introduce something to you, let's have it, let's have that conversation. And you Absolutely. will always have the right to make a decision at that point. Always. But it's about having those kind of conversations and communication being open. So very necessary. So listen, help me out here. Help me out here. Would you say, uh, so Mr. Lemonade, you have been with your partner for 19 years. Um, are you into women as well? I do whatever feels good. Oh, hey, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, okay? That's what I'm talking about. about. Labels are for soup cans. Labels are yes. <laughs> labels are for soup cans. I mean, I'm here for labels are for soup cans. Let's, what would y'all say? Because I know what Mr. Robot likes, and so what would y'all say better? An orgasm from with a woman, Ooh. orgasm from a man. Oh, this conversation went last. Who can do it better? So. <laughs> Depending on what I'm doing. So I, you know, I have had some really mind, some really explosive experiences with women. I'm not gonna lie. Don't think women can give head yet, though. I, I'll be honest with you. That's, that's, you said that last time. Yeah, no. <laughs> but um what the, what are we doing wrong? Wait, all right, finish asking questions. I need to know what we're doing wrong. Hey, open your throat. Oh, <laughs> And ain't enough spit. You spit or spit at? Throat, baby. I like spit. I like all the spit. But ain't enough spit. And uh, we'll see. And that's a good, so here's the thing. Because I've had homegirls that have told me that women actually uh, eat her pussy better than men do. I mean, yeah. I've heard that as well. So, yeah. I mean, um, it's, I guess it's really just about, you know, same sex. We really just know where to, to focus mm-hmm. at and, and what to do and what makes you feel good and all that kind of stuff. But she's not, she's not, so what, <laughs> no, she no, no. Although I find women very attractive. I, I've never thought penetration. Women. I love the penis. I love everything about it. I love the curve. I love the color. I love the smell. I love everything. Careful with the smell. Careful. <laughs> we talked about that. that. Yeah, we going to that. I, I, we because we got to educate the people who missed part one. But listen, so I'm hearing it depends on what you do. So a woman uh, orgasm with a woman is better when what she's doing what throwing that ass in a circle. What? Um. So, I mean, this is. I I really enjoy um just the taking on the more. Well, I, t- I enjoy having. I enjoy a. St- with women, you don't have to really establish who's going to be the more dominant, who's going to be the more submissive, and stuff like know. that. You know what I mean? I mean, women are getting really aggressive with pussy <laughs> oh, these days. No. I ain't going to lie. And I like that. Like, I really you like that. Take it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck me like this. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm like, all right, come on, let's do it. But I think that the it's, it's already unspoken what roles are going to be established in the woman-man situation. 
So I think that it, it kind of pushed your mind. That sounds so nice. Really? Well, I think it kind of puts your mind at ease about what's going to happen. And I just think that there's, just, there's, there's a level of comfort when it comes to having sex with a woman that you just don't, you know, that you don't really, sometimes you get in the bedroom when a guy's like, you know, what are we going to do? Who's doing what and this? And sometimes it's like, oh, no, don't flip me over because you are not getting back there. It's not happening. If you don't, I don't even see you like that. Yeah, sometimes it's just like that. Like, I, you, that's not happening. All right, so when it, the head is better with a man. All right, I got it. Head is def definitely better with a man. And I have never had a woman like eat my ass, but that would be amazing. I've never had a woman eat my ass. But uh, yeah, guys. She don't do that. Okay, okay. So we talked uh, about uh, a man's penis smelling, uh, having this stench. Tell us about that. Smegma. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> what's talking? the term what's the term smegma 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 so is 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 the is the uncircumcised penis that has unfortunately not been cleaned properly and it will give off a very very bad smell and honestly it will lead to bacterial infections in women as well when it's not cleaned properly so that's something that you definitely need to make sure is if he's uncut which is fine. Like I don't mind uncut, to be honest with you. But if it is, <laughs> oh, um, let me know. Why do you look like that? Well, look at that. Oh yeah, you got to <laughs> get it. Get it good. Look like um, yeah. cottage cheese. <laughs> yes, and you sometimes you see it, but most of the time you'll just smell it. Yeah, it'll... <laughs> Kiki said no. Oh my goodness! It'll look like 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 crumbled blue cheese. Like that's what it'll look like. Oh my goodness. So listen, I've taken a fellatio class, right? I have a good girlfriend who uh, teaches it. And That's what I said. Huh? That's and who's said. teaching it? <laughs> She's and I'm gonna see who's teaching it. <laughs> All right, I'll share the information. I'll okay. share the information. But she, she takes her show on the road. It's very good. It's on a live model. Um, and yeah, it's a whole little vibe. Like maybe we'll have to have class with y'all and us, my girls, you know. I had to set that up. But um, yeah, she teaches it on a live model and she talks about this magical area on a man um that will just get him to come in like three minutes, the gooch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Help a sister out with the gooch area. Well. <laughs> so I'm not particularly sensitive in that area, but I know what she's talking about. It's the area between the nuts and the, the nuts and the ass. That that for me doesn't do anything for me. Um, I'm more of uh, I need you to concentrate to the. Um, uh, I need you to concentrate on the under part of the tip of the penis. For me, um, yeah. That'll, so that'll, you can do that, but what happens is it's, it's a that part presses on the prostate. Yeah, and so when you if you press that area when they're like about to ejaculate, it's you'll get an explosion. Watch, yeah, watch your eyes. Watch your eyes. Yeah, watch, yeah, your, watch eyes. your eyes. But or just open your throat. Yeah. <laughs> no, baby. But yeah, that. Yeah, I never get anything from that that little part. Yeah. 
Okay, from that part. So like the the firmness, Mr. Lemonade, or do you like it to be licked or, you know, what is the, help me out because I need to listen. I'm single. I'm open <laughs> to dating now. I got uh, both of my Pfizer shots. <laughs> A will mask up and take it on down, okay? What, what, what was the question? <laughs> the, the question is, do what am I supposed to like hit it like press, apply pressure to the gooch? Oh, you can do so. It's like a, it's kind of like a, just like when you're doing on the shaft, just take kind of take your thumb and kind of like press that area. When it, if you where, like on the tape, it's called the tape. It's called the tape area. Um, so wait, if we're in between the if the balls and the anus, so if he, like if, so she could even take her other thumb or do this. Where's the thumb? I don't. Her other on the tape. So you could, if you're doing this, like you probably can't do it when you're doing this, but like take your other thumb and like if he says he's about to nut or whatever, like press on that and literally you, it's going to be an explosion. Okay. So you don't have to necessarily do it while while he's getting. It's called the who? Perineum. It's called the perineum is what I'm hearing. The perineum. Okay. We have Dr. Sanjay. Yeah. Yes, doctor. <laughs> um, I've never heard of that. I've, Mm -hmm. I, okay and so mr robot for you it is that little area under the little split under the if you stay on that little part right there that is sensitive so, like, so wait a minute am i holding it or am i like licking it fast what am i doing you're, you're licking it and sucking yeah. it at the same time you're licking it and sucking it yep you're licking you're, you're licking it and kind of stroking it <laughs> and yeah it's going down really oh, yeah. oh shit y'all might get a bitch down the aisle again i'm telling I'm, you I'm, listen i'm it's going down i might take you to the to, to prada store and get you a bag or something you know what I'm yes i'm here for all of that yes you know oh my I'm goodness saying. all right now here's another question okay Excuse my ignorance, but I have to ask. I don't know whether it came from me or someone else, but I thought it was a damn good question. Can you help me with this? There are men who claim they are straight, but like to cross dress. I'm confused. Um, <sighs> uh, well. That, well, I would assume that. So the, that's yeah. what you call a. It's a fetish, right? Yeah. There's a definitely. It's, yeah. it's more of a fetish yeah. versus like I'm not going to go out and have sex with another man. Yeah. But like I like the appearance of having on women's clothes. The feeling. The feeling. Whatever yeah. it is. There are. Yeah. Great men who wear yeah. wear their wise panties to a board mm -hmm. meeting. <laughs> it's like so, white, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, that's like white guys. Like I, I don't know any black guys that yeah, do that whatsoever. Guys. Like yeah. I have zero experience in that. I mean, I have heard of gay guys who actually like to wear panties and stuff like that, but I haven't. I think it's more of a yeah. fetish versus more of a sexuality. Yeah, I, I would I would assume it's just something that is kind of like like that feels good to them, yeah. but it doesn't have anything to do with you know 
who they want to have sex with. But it, it also can, it can trans, it can also transform into something different because if some people like to, like Caitlyn Jenner actually used to cross-dress in yeah. secret. I don't know in, what no, no, no. He used to cross dress in secret because he liked it. He liked that it felt good. He still is dating women or he'll date trans women. But like I guess in that example, like my only problem is, is that he's doing all of this, like he wants to be a part of the LGBTQ community because, and stuff like that. Because, and, well, now he's fully transgender, which is part of the trans, which is part of that is, community. Yeah, LGBT. <laughs> transgender. Oh, <laughs> Because he, <laughs> anyway, he bothers me. So anyway, but, but it started off. But it, I think it started off with him as a fetish of liking to put on women's clothes in secret. And but I don't know if that's the. So but I. Don't, but I think he started to like it, and he started to like how he looked. And then so sometimes you can conform. You like you want to. You feel like you become more feminine, and you want to be. You want to transform to a woman, and that's. Yeah, Kiki. I don't know about that one because that. <laughs> no, it's not scaring anybody. But like that's what it is. So there's there's. There's a lot of intersectionality when it comes to the LGBT community, and people don't understand the difference in. But I, I kind of have a problem with that because I feel like, at least in that example, like you're trying to garner the support from the LGBTQ community. You, when it, it's, it, but it, no, no, no. But he it, so he in, in he ended up identifying as transgender, and they are part of that community but i think but so but this isn't an example that kiki's talking about she's talking about straight men oh no yeah. well, I, well I, I gave him as an example because I st it probably i think it started off as a fetish right and he answered the question and he said that you know it started out as a fetish it started off as a fetish a lot of fetishes that you know might be weird to us um yeah. people are just into tell me this we talked about you know um, it being easier in the bedroom with a woman because, you know, you kind of know the role, like, but then when you're in the bedroom with a man, I've heard these terms of top, bottom, switch, versatile, all of that. How do you, do you have a conversation like, nah, nigga, it's my turn, or like, how does it go down? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on, am I too much for you? <laughs> uh, is it my turn? <laughs> conversation go. So, a lot of times people will ask that question, and I think it's a really cheesy question to ask, to be honest with you, because, at least in my opinion, and I get that people have their um, preferences of what they like and what they don't like, but I'll be honest with you, like, if I meet a guy and I like him, it's really just about pleasing him. It's really about what, he, what needs to be done to, to please him. And um, I've been on both ends of, end of the spectrum. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I, I'm, I'm honest enough to, to say that. But at the same time, um, you know, there are, there have been, there have been some awkward times where you get into the bedroom and it's like, who going to do who? What's going to happen? What's, what's going on? And, and you know what I mean? like, you get there, like, the leg, you know, the legs are wide open. It's like, oh, well, I didn't know that. I thought it was something else. Um, but, Back to the, the topic of the, of the podcast right now. I don't, I'm willing to do whatever it needs to be done to, to satisfy my dude. You yeah. know, that's just, that's just something that I have never had a problem with. Okay. Now, there are some people where I'm just like, yeah, you ain't doing that. 
<laughs> it's just not. You don't even. It's, it's not happening. You came with a whole Prada bag. You know. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I mean. Well, he can't hold a Prada bag. How you gonna hold my back? <laughs> no, I, I love it. I you got. You're not gonna have a whole Prada bag. Come in here with a Prada bag and climb my back. Like yeah. that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's really about just just sexual preference. Isn't it? Um, it's really about just sexual preference, like what you, you know, what you're attracted to in that person, you know, and um, it's in the gay lifestyle, you kind of have to take it on a case by case basis, unfortunately, like sometimes, it, sometimes the roles are a little bit more defined and sometimes they're just not. So um, I personally am willing to do what needs to be done. I ain't got a problem with it. Get down, get down. All right, we're coming down to the end. We're coming down to the end. Producer Lady, you have something for us? Yes, we got a lot of chat turf in the yeah. chat. Let's Thank you, it. Dame Seamus. <laughs> Hit the subscribe button. Yes, you got fire emojis if you like the shit you hear. You know, yeah, a lot of fire emojis in here. And then it was, you know, kind of going back up a little bit. Um, Nicole Jackson was like, you know, she agreed with the fellas that, you know, you know, it's it's different. Um, I've always perceived that it's more socially acceptable for men to explore their sexuality than women in general. So she agreed with that. And we have a lot of people saying that honesty, it's all about honesty, about communication, you know, telling the whole truth. You, Horsey, said that. Um, Tori Knight, absolutely true. And um, someone says it's taken, they've taken that, that class. Um, and she got the throat goat. <laughs> yes. So she's saying, the class is some of the truth. Yes, yes, yes. And then somebody, I think, responded to one of your um, comments. Watch your eyes or open your throat. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have not mastered the whole swallowing thing. So when you're giving hair, you know, you can do that like this, too. And that kind of uh, lets it. We talked about that, right? I tried that shit. That shit ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't doing right. <laughs> Open my throat. I, well, I, I got a hum on it. Like, I got a hum on it. And then maybe I need to practice with like a cucumber. No, I got enough toys in practice. Breathe out. That's all. Breathe out. A bit of asthma. Okay. And the, and the other thing, I mean, the bottom line, this is really corny to say, but the bottom line is you just have to really be into who you, you're with. I mean, like, that's it. You know, people have to stop forcing sex and thinking sex is going to be good when, if you ain't really into the nigga, you ain't into him. I mean, that's just the bottom line. It's, it's, it's going to be whack, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, I, just, I tell women all the time just take your time, you'll get there. Time, do it right. Um, all right, here's another question. I think this came from. Uh, one of the DMs, um, I know this might be a stereotype and probably a little off the wall, but I have to ask. They said, why are most gay men, their houses like slayed, like laid, like, <laughs> like, OMG? <laughs> um, why? Well, you know, we... Is it true, first of all? Is it a true theory? It, it, uh, right, right, right. So, what he's saying about come to the screen. Snickers, Snickers, Snickers. Oh, that's my favorite shit. Don't get no cadavers. Get a girl Snickers. <laughs> 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 
Oh, I like them chocolate too. Let me just get <laughs> oh, I'm not Okay. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, Kenny. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, oh. I can Lowe. edit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Hey, Mr. Chocolate. Thank you for joining us. So, it is this the stereotype, or is it really true? Like, what is the deal? Like, the shit just always is late. And I had to ask the question because I, I love that question, actually. One of the things uh -huh. that yeah. I look for when I go to a new house for the first time, if the shit is like too immaculate, I'm like, nah, either a bitch live here or you going, you got some deal. You can't have some style. You can't, huh? can't have a clean house and some style. <laughs> See? <laughs> you on my nerves, Kiki. I know, I know, I know. I mean, listen, it's a stereotype, but I do look because I, I, I have, you know, gay male friends, and I'm like, that should be late. Like, I go to them, like, what the fuck should I do in here? I'm getting ready to, you know, get a new house. What should I? So I need. I know, know how to put it all the way together. I love it. Sure. So it's not y'all heard this before. This isn't the something that the damn shame is made up. Okay. Well, I think the thing is that we don't really have anything else to spend our money on, you know what I mean, but ourselves. You know, we all drive nice vehicles, our houses are nice, you know what I mean? We go out and spend money on nice things because we, we got no kids. We don't have no kids, <laughs> yeah, so. you know. We got our own kids. And, you know, and because we're talking about, you know, experiences with other men, you know, a lot of us are not in substantial relationships to invest our money into other people. So what we invest our money in is ourselves. Y'all, the light bulb is coming on for me. <laughs> for yeah. me. I hope it is for damn chance, but that is a good point. Oh my goodness. You know, I got one child. He's 20, he'll be 22 in a couple of days, right? But hey. I said, this motherfucker is too expensive. Like when I saw him in the crib, I'm like, this in, in, in a daycare. I said, this is my five series. Uh, mm -hmm. Mercedes, like you know, like shit. What did I do? I should have swapped those. And it's weird because, like, a lot of major companies are getting hip to that because they're like, um, we need to make sure we're marketing to gay and, and, and the LGBTQ community because they got money. They spend the most they spend money. money yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, big, huge campaigns from all of these companies that are just saying, you know, hey, come spend money with us. We know you got it. That is a light bulb. Hit the floor and we go to the store. Yeah, exactly. What you say, babe? I said our kids hit the floor and we go to the store. <laughs> Not our kids hit the floor. <laughs> listen, I'm putting all my kids on the floor now. I, listen, I'm selfish. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is a good ass point. I mean, that's the truth. Is yeah. the light bulb come on for you? Because I mean, I, yeah. I love it. I love everything about it. OMG. So yeah, that is a great point. And, and um, so yeah, I, I thought when I saw the question, I was like, God damn, I need to ask that. Um, are there anything, anything that you would like to further educate the damn shame community on before we play this never have I ever game? Um, there's a game. There's a game. Uh-uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we talked about you know being open, being commun you know communicating, um, not you know putting labels on people, 
um, loving yourselves and just being open to be the you that you are and comfortable. Um, Mr. Snickers, how about this? Um, do you think that your family dynamics played a part in, you know, you, um, like, it, it, did it, did you have trouble saying, hey, I'm here, I'm openly gay, I'm, you know, this is who I am. Uh, same with you, Mr. Lemonade. I think that is an excellent question. Excellent. Thank um, you. And the reason why is because your timing is impeccable. So um, I was just having a conversation with someone earlier about me being a late bloomer. Um, you know, and I've listened to, you know, some subsequent conversations that you and Mr. Robert have had, and I didn't really explore my sexuality, sexuality until later on in life. Um, I was kind of in my mid twenties. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, my hesitation with really exploring my sexuality and, be, and becoming the person I am today is because I grew up in a really religious household um, where it was shunned upon, you know what I mean? And everybody that did, you know, that was, you know, same gender loving, they were in the choir, you know, everyone sung. And so I felt like naturally that's what I kind of gravitated toward as a child. And I no no one was really there to cultivate my gift because it was just a gift. They didn't see the emotional attachment to it or the instability of the dynamic of just becoming a person because they just attached to a gift, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, it created a hardness for me um, from a perspective where I developed this sense of ownership of myself and not really allowing people to define me. Yeah. And so when I got comfortable with that, then it was kind of like, okay, well, I'm gonna do what I wanna do because I'm grown and ain't nobody paying my bills and ain't nobody doing anything for me but judging me. And so if you wanna know what I'm doing sexually, if it matters that much to you, this is what it is. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, my family does know, um, I don't think that they, they don't like it, but they have to accept it. And, you know, for me, I know I'm not the quintessential person to ask questions like this in some regard, but I'm also one of those types of people where if you don't like it and you don't want to deal with me at all, I'm okay with that. Right. Some people have a really uh, kismet relationship with their family and their family dynamic means everything to them. Mm -hmm. To me, my thing is, to me, my thing is a part of loving me is loving me in my totality. And so if one factor of me is something that you no longer condone or love, it's okay. But if you don't love me because of that and you wanna dismiss me because of that, I'm also okay with that as well. You know what I mean? Because I, I think a part of growing up in a lifestyle is, you know, where it's like you've been judged for who you care about, who you love. So you, you build this mental fortitude to the point where it's it's not really essential when people attach themselves to you or they you know what i mean like and i think that's why you know a lot of us we call each other brother and friend because we built this family outside of family. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. and you'll find that most of your close friends are better than family from you know being a plus size woman i mean it doesn't you know carry the the uh, you know, I can, I'm in no way comparing. Yeah. 
Okay. But I'm just saying that you, you, we get judged. We damn if we do, we damn if we don't. But as long as we said, you know what, this is who I am and I embrace who I am. And if you don't like it, that's shame on you, but I'm going to be my best per my best self. Yeah. And I, I love it. I'm here for it. I love your transparency. Um, I think that it is important for us to have, con you know, continued conversations like this, um, especially for the younger ones that are coming up and they're unsure about their sexualities and what, you know, we don't want them killing themselves and uh, yeah. feeling like they're going to be bullied and all of that, you know, no, fuck that. I am who I am. I like who I like. I love what I love. And that's just it. Yeah. And I think that you all, you know, getting the message out, you know, doing your due diligence to have, have these kinds of conversations with more and more young black people, it will, you know, help push, push it, push it forward. Well, you know, we had, we were having this conversation as a collective earlier, you know, um, you know, about children growing up and taking ownership of just who they are as people. Um, and it's the conversation that Mr. Robot and I have had um, in times past, you know, I grew up um, with depression because of, you know, the whole having mm -hmm. to, to figure it out and everything like that. And I think that, you know, the thought of suicide came into play because it was such a thing that was so egregious to other people, but it wasn't something that was egregious to me. I just didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And I think the one thing that I always thought about was if I do it, who would it affect most? Mm -hmm. And it would affect mm -hmm. my mom most because I knew that she loved me, even though she didn't know that part of me at that, that point in time. But I felt like it would be really selfish to, of me to terminate myself based on the opinions of other people. Absolutely. And so you have to allow yourself to, you know, when you're young, you don't, you only, you're, you're in this small box and you don't know a yeah. lot about the world. And I think sometimes kids and adolescents don't afford themselves the opportunity to just kind of grow up and deal with the scrapes on their knees and, and falling down and bruising themselves and then allowing themselves to heal. And I think the healing aspect of who we are as people is the most important thing. You know, like people say sticks and stones, you know, that's it is what it is, you know, but words don't don't words don't hurt as much. And I think they, that's, they do, but they, they do, but sometimes they can, but we can't allow them to define us. Right. Absolutely. We have to really, you know, stand up for ourselves and say, hey, I know who I am. And I, whether that's meditating or, you know, giving positive affirmations to ourselves and, you know, putting sticky notes up, this is who I am. Yeah. And it's okay. And I did, you know, the, you said that, and I, I used to do that when I was, Affirmations. I would write sticky notes to myself I used to do that when too. I was in my early twenties Yeah. and subconsciously it just built a confidence that because you, you seen it on, like, I would write it on my mirror mm -hmm. on the sticky notes. And I had like 10, 10 different, my top it, 10. It actually used to make me angry. Cause I used to like, I used to write those same things and it used to be like, why the fuck do I have to tell myself this? Like, like it was something that I feel in a certain way that my parents, my family should be instilling like this level of confidence. Like it made me almost, um, it made me angry. Cause I felt like, where's my family to help me process it, process it, process what I'm feeling and help yeah. me process 
the fact that I'm just not so sure about what I'm, what I am feeling and, and, and where I'm going. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going through maturity and uh, puberty yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I'm having these feelings. I feel certain things. I'm looking at guys and it's, I was kind of looking for answers and yeah, I was making these sticky notes and I was like pissed off. Cause I'm like, why the fuck do I have to tell myself these things? But did the sticky notes that you were making have anything to do with your sexual identity or did it just have something to do with just character development? It was me telling myself, um, you're not a fag. Oh. It was me telling myself, um, so you were trying to put it away. So, I was trying to like, I was trying to box it. I was oh, trying to, you know what I mean? It. I was trying to, you know, I was telling myself these, these, these things and I wasn't really getting from anybody that I am normal. You know, I, there's nothing yeah. wrong with me. You know, there's nothing, um, I am, I deserve love just like everybody else. Yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. That's, that's, the, that's the different part we talk about. Cause you, like, we had the religious aspect. Right. And See, I, didn't have I, the religious I also aspect. have, so I have the religious aspect, but then I also have the masculine aspect. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in an adopted household where my father is Italian and they are very, they don't show love, they don't, everything's masculine, everything's very mafia, if you will. And there was, I don't, I have no recollection of my adopted father ever telling me I love you. Mm. And so on top of that, emotional withdrawal, exactly. and then the, the, the religious aspect of it, I didn't know what was okay and what was not okay. All I knew was like, don't you ever be gay because it's bad, this, that, this, that, and the other. I, mean, I always tell you what's not okay. I mean, mm -hmm. But it was, I feel like it, it was like 10 times, I don't know, I felt like it was 10 I feel like times. that's always conveyed though, what's not okay, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. felt like from my, both of my parents were, um, they were very into the street life. And I feel like they would have been happier had I gotten involved in the street life. I really didn't get any sort of accolades or any sort of congratulations when I got my real estate license. But that's that, that toxic masculinity that they, Mm -hmm. feel like they're just supposed to live by but you know what what i'm hearing from all of you is that it is a process you know you have you're going to experience a uh, some level of uncertainty it's a range of emotions through the whole process right and really coming into who we are hell i'm 46 and it's still things that i'm learning about myself that anger me you know what i mean it angers me um, that damn, why didn't I, you know, had get this dealt with? Why didn't anybody tell me? And so I just, you know, I can't place the the, the I can't point the thing at they should have, they should have, they should have. I just have to continue to do self reflection, help because that is so very important. And whether you, whatever your lifestyle is, it's just important um to help process some things that have happened some trauma that we've experienced and all of that because if it's not dealt with then it grows up and and, and it grows with us in you know as we continue to grow up and it, it's a damn oh, shame. Yeah. 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 become toxic yes yeah you become toxic so i totally get it uh last question of the night do you want to have kids Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, yes. 
Okay. I can, I can, hey, I can help y'all out with it. Hey. Oh, now you want to help us. Now you want to help Don't come for me, Mr. Lemonade. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it naturally? Hey, Lemonade. Hey, Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, y'all got your glasses? Come on, quick. Never have I ever. Oh, 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 this is the game. You play the game. Do it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So if you've done it, you're gonna sip a little something. Okay. Going down the list real quick. Uh, cheating on an exam. Pulled a fire alarm. Oh, Mr. Snicker, you bad. <laughs> <laughs> Graffiti something. Huh? Graffiti, written graffiti on something like a, a wall or a subway. Okay. You grew up a towel, you know that's what they do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> been engaged. <laughs> you been engaged? <laughs> I'm happily divorced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stalked someone. You know damn well, Mr. Robot, you better sip something. Because last time you told me you stalked the bitch One of the benefits to the lifestyle is you can be very much on to the next one. Yeah. To a new one. You ain't got to chase after this one. Period. I love it. Had sex on a beach. Y'all down in a room. Okay. Oh. I need to catch up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tossed a woman's salad. A huh? woman's toast? Tossed a woman's salad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, fucked in a the movie theater. <laughs> I never fucked me neither. Is that where you pulled the fire alarm? No, <laughs> but I have gotten oral in the, I have in the movie theater. Given and received. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. Okay. A part of the Mile High Club. No, those bathrooms are too small for me. Yeah, I got you. Don't gotta do it in the I bathroom. Where you do that? You can do it oh. in your seat. Do the mile high, the mile high club. You were playing. You can do it in, in the back of the plane. Snickers doing yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> they will ban you from the airline. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm not a member. I'm not a member, but I know about it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going on vacation, y'all. Next one, I'm with y'all. Okay. <laughs> I don't fuck where it is. All right. Um, dressed up as a woman for your partner. <laughs> no. Uh oh. Allowed a woman to peg you. No. Define. You know what? I'm joking. No, no, no. I'm about to knock her out of chair. Right. No. Oh, look, that's all I have. I hope you all have enjoyed this. We Thank you so much. Those were easy, Those were easy questions. questions. Those are easy. Damn, I gotta try harder the next time. 
All right. So I don't know if you all know this, but Damn Shame Podcast has a ebook that is out. It's a drink recipe book. It's a contemporary guide to all your favorite drink recipe books. It's called Damn Shame Podcast on the Rocks. You can download it on Amazon and view it on your Amazon Kindle. The paperback book has finally gotten cleared. So they should be shipping soon. Oh. I want my autographed copy. Yes. So tell me this. Do you all have any Black-owned businesses that you'd like to spotlight? They don't have to necessarily be yours. Oh. Does anybody live in Baltimore? Water for Chocolate is the best restaurant in, in Baltimore. I'm in Baltimore. Okay. Oh, wow. Water for Chocolate. Water for Chocolate. Okay, I'll have to look that up. All right, all right. All right. Well, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Damn Shame Podcast. Y'all hit the subscribe button. Thumbs up if you like what you heard tonight. This has been an amazing show. Thank you, Mr. Robot. Thank you, Mr. Lemonade. Thank you, Mr. Snickers. (laughs) Oh, listen, I'm going to travel with you all the next time. Does it Hey, we okay. come. We come to see you again. Right. Yes, please do. Please, we gotta make we can do a mukbang. A mukbang. Mukbang. Let's do it. Let's do it. Consider it done. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thanks for having us every Thanks week. If you can't be good, be great. Otherwise, it's a damn shame. There are no excuses. All right. All right. Thanks for watching. Ow. Ow.